0: I have an assignment this morning to talk about what I have captioned, our spiritual exercise under the major theme, Times of Refreshing. Our Times of Refreshing have been, you know, three years consecutive, and as I said, last year it was online, and this year it's also going to be online, but we're beginning today in person, and I hope that you remembered to fast. What is fasting? Fasting is all about abstinence from food so you can give your optimum attention to spiritual things and to exercise yourself spiritually in the things of God. That is to say that if you are thirsty, you can go ahead and drink water. Is that okay? Okay. Why? Because food is that which has calories. Or when we say something has calorie, we are talking about something that bends and gives, you know, energy. But water doesn't have calories. And therefore, when you fast and you take water, you have not negated your fasting. So if you feel thirsty, you are obliged. To drink water alongside. In Matthew chapter 4, we look at the Bible says Jesus Christ was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted, and he fasted 40 days and 40 nights, and afterwards he was hungry. The King James says, and he and he was hungered. He was hungry. So, but ideally, scripture could have said that he was thirsty because after, after 40 days without food and water, tell me what would be the immediate need. Is it food or water after 40 days tell me if you have ever you know done a long fast after if after a long time of abstinence from food and water and you don't take liquid first to open up your gastrointestinal lining and your alimentary canal what is going to happen is that if you eat solid food it can it's like a baby trying to eat solid food. They can hurt you. So the best is for you to take liquid or fluid, and the best is water to open up your system, and then you can now take uh, solid food. So I want to believe. I'm not speculating, but I want to believe that since the Bible never said Jesus Christ was testing, it's possible that during the fast he must have used water. But when we get to heaven and he says I'm wrong, I will say I'm sorry. Hallelujah. <laughs> glory be to God do you know why I say so because Moses was also on the mountain for 40 days and 40 nights without water is that not so in his case the Bible says that he was sustained by the literal manifested presence of God so I don't know about Jesus I will get to know hallelujah but when you drink water please you have not sinned is that okay and I want to believe that this exercise we have begun, as we talk about it today, you'll be encouraged to give yourself to weight. Already, I know some of us are having hunger, biting our stomach. Especially, I've been announcing that please, reduce your intake of food, especially in the night hours. Some people didn't hear me. And now your body is craving for what you have been giving for it all this while. So you will struggle a while, but will overcome. Hallelujah. All right, can you turn your Bibles with me to First Timothy? I'll read from the New King James Version. And then I can also read from the New Living Translation. Just to let you have a modern, a more modern communication of this scripture. First Timothy 4 verses 7 and 8. Apostle Paul writing to Timothy says, But reject profane and old wise fables and exercise yourself toward godliness. For bodily exercise profits a little. But godliness Is profitable for all things, having promise of the life that now is, that is of this present life, and of that which is to come. Somebody say amen. You can reduce the volume of the keyboard a little bit, and I'll be grateful. Thank you, Elijah. Apostle Paul said so many things before this verse 7, but I'm just picking it from verse 7 into eight because of the last line of verse seven. It says, but reject profane and old wise fables where you are telling stories that will only you know stir carnality. He says reject it. Refuse it. I think that's how the King James puts it. Refuse it don't get yourself involved with it. And listen, there's a clue to what we are talking about today that when it comes to spiritual exercise, it's not everything that you can take in. Just like physical exercise is a discipline where you give yourself to a course. Some people get up in the morning and then they jog from one place to the other. They cover some kilometers of a distance just because they want to build a certain tenacity, a certain muscle for a certain competition. I'm sure some of us have seen some of the clips of the Olympics uh, you know competition that is currently ongoing and some of the things are mind-blowing. you wonder how does such a person have such the flexibility to bend him or herself and it's marvelous. but it's an exercise, it's a discipline. These individuals give themselves, I mean, they give themselves to such an exercise until their bodies can do what they have been asked to do. Hallelujah. In the case of our spiritual exercise, he says, reject profane and old wise fables and exercise yourself toward godliness. I'll read a new living translation and you'll get it better. Then he gave the reason for bodily exercise profits a little he's talking about physical training and please that does not underestimate the usefulness of bodily exercise or physical training it was an analogy he was making a comparison in terms of the benefits of physical exercise as against spiritual exercise physical exercise will only profit you physically. That is all he he wanted to communicate. And then he said for bodily exercise profits a little. A little because it cannot go beyond your physical body. Beyond your physical body, physical exercise may not have any usefulness. But spiritual exercise where he says but godliness is profitable for all things. In other words, when you exercise yourself unto godliness if you train yourself to be godly, it profits you spirit, soul, and body. So don't go and say that, oh, the pastor said physical exercise profits little, so I don't need it. No, I'm not advocating for no physical exercise. There are some of us, when we want to reduce weight, after taking you know, food that has less calorie, you also make sure that you, you exercise, so you can burn the fat that have been deposited under your Skin under your what they call adipose tissue. All right, so physical exercise profits a little, means that it only profits you physically. But godliness is profitable for all things, having promise of the life that now is. In other words, godliness will benefit you in this life and also in the life to come. Hallelujah! So that is what we mean by our spiritual exercise, exercising ourselves. to live the godly life and one of them is the exercise we have embarked on today and I mean fasting someone say fasting and it's not a pleasant exercise at all especially if you are used to food and early food for that matter (laughs) that reminds me of when we started the very first time (laughs) when someone had to do the fasting from 6 to 8 a.m. Hey, 6 to 8 a.m. was the best. I know it's past 8 a.m. So if you are fasting, then you qualify to fast for the next 20 days. Hallelujah. Let me read the same scripture from the New Living Translation. I'm sure it will bring out the communication better. He says, do not waste time arguing over godless ideas and old wives' tales. Instead, train yourself to be godly. Can you just get somebody's attention and tell them, okay, train yourself to be godly. Please, that means that You don't just get up at once and become godly. And that is why, in case anybody is living the godly life, don't use it to, number one, boast. And number two, don't use it to intimidate others. If you are godly and you are living the godly life, the righteous life, the holy life, it must have been a certain training. It is your responsibility to teach others also, not to query them. God frowns upon preaching and teaching which intimidate others because the pulpit is to pull people from their pits, not to push people down the pits they might have found themselves in. If somebody has found him or herself in an ungodly lifestyle, ours is not to judge because if we judge, then we have taken the seat of the judge and there's only one righteous judge, God the righteous one, hallelujah. So we cannot take the seat of a judge but to teach people what we did or what we do that makes us to live the godly life. Please, are you getting my communication. It is just like physical training. You cannot just get up and become a hundred meter runner or a thousand five hundred meter runner. I've told you my story before in secondary school. I boasted, I boasted, I. It was inter hall competition, inter houses. Secondary school is inter houses, eh? Inter houses competition, and the way I boasted, and the way the vibes were so much that they believe that this man, he can do the thousand five hundred meter for us. I mean, I boasted. You know, boast. I was giving all the vibes. They said, no. Then come and take, you know the Jesse and wear it for, for Cold House in St. Peter's. Brother, we want to eat curry and beans for lunch. And immediately after lunch, we're going to the field for the competition. Lo and behold, oh my God, I will never forget that day. <laughs> Look, the boss was so mad that it gave me vibes. The moment they said, prompt. I was in the lead. The first, I don't think it was first 400, maybe about the first 300 meters, I was in the lead. Then, by the time we were completing the 400 meters, I started degassing. Not just degassing, but my heart started burning. You know, Gary and beans giving me heart heartburns. And when I landed on the, on the football pitch, from the track to the football pitch, I was looking for water. Please give me water. I, there was not a single training home. But the boast was what put me on the track. And the, the, I didn't know that 1,500 was that dangerous. What am I saying? We train ourselves to do what we do. How many are computer literates? I remember when I was learning how to, you know, my project work was the first time in the university. Those who are in the 21st century, you are blessed. Three-year-old children can know some things on phone that you don't know. But me... I first sat behind the computer in 1999 during my project work to introduce cowpea fortify. I mean, to introduce protein in cassava dough. And so the project work, the brother who was typing for me, his father, you know, had bought a lot of computers from overseas, and they had the desktop computer. I will go and sit by him, and then A hey, were B were here. You understand? B-way. B-way. We have done Away B-way until now. We can also sit by the computer and type easily. But we train ourselves. In fact, there are there are programs that can help you to type faster. Till today we still do the A and B But it's just that we have mastered it. But others have trained themselves. Those who are typewriters know that they can just look into the sky and type and it will be perfect. Are you there? Life doesn't just happen everything we do comes by training. Am I communicating? Everything that we do, those who handle um, whether it's a designer, a keyboardist, everything we train. And so here he's telling us train yourself to be godly. You've got to do it. And one of them is what we have just started. I call it our spiritual exercise. All right. Let me conclude the New Living Translation of this scripture. Then he said, instead, train yourself to be godly. Physical training is good. But training for godliness is much better. So we have good, better, best. Physical training is what? Good. That's why I said from the New King James, don't despise physical training. If you have not trained like me and you want to run 1,500, know that you will dig somewhere along the line. I was panting for breath and I was my heart was burning for water. Promising benefits in this life and in the life to come. So what we have begun, which is a spiritual exercise, has benefits in this life. Do you know some doctors even recommend fasting for some patients? I hope you are aware of that because the person might have been, you know, Accumulating a lot of things that supersaturates the body cells. Said that if the person does not stop eating, chances are that the person can now, you know, lose consciousness and die. So doctors can recommend that because of the excess sugar in your blood, just fast. Fasting medically has its benefits, and fasting spiritually has a more greater benefit than even in the physical. Hallelujah. So, training yourself to be godly has benefits in this life and also in the life to come. Now, let's go to a scripture I use on Monday. Monday, don't broadcast. I read a scripture in James chapter 4 and I promise that that is going to be the scripture we will look at during today's service. So, let me go to James chapter 4 and I'll read the first 10 verses from the New King James Version. Where do wars and fights come from among you? Do they not come from your desires for pleasure? That war in your members, that is your physical body. You lust and do not have. You murder. Please, Apostle James, the first pastor of the first century church was not talking to unbelievers he was talking to believers these were saints he was the first pastor this is not James the brother of John who was killed by Herod this is James the half brother of the Lord Jesus Christ he was the first pastor of the first century church when the the church started in Jerusalem this was the pastor and i want to believe that the man was a, a, a he was a choleric for you to talk to your congregation like the way James addresses his congregation in our time, people may say that the pastor is abusive. But look at what James is saying here. He's talking to his congregation, writing to them. He says, you lust and do not have, you murder hmm. and covet and cannot obtain. You fight and war. Yet, you do not have because you do not ask. In the next line, verse 3, it says, you ask and do not receive because you ask amiss. You ask wrongly that you may spend it on your pleasures. Does that give us a clue as to why sometimes we don't get answers to our prayer? We ask amiss. The thing that you are asking, God knows that if he gives it to you, you will settle here in this world. Are you there? There are some things if God gives them to us, we we would want to we want to settle here. God says, you, I know you. I will not give you this thing so that I will create a longing in your heart for me and for my coming. So it's not everything God may necessarily answer, especially if you want to consume it upon your last. Thank you, Lord. Verse 4 says, listen to, to the pastor talking to his congregation. Adulteress and adulteresses. <laughs> when I read this, I say, James when we get to heaven I think we should look for him this was a, a, a choleric pastor hard speech and no apologies adulteress and adulteresses do you not know that friendship with the world is enmity with God that's what he meant by adultery because adultery simply means to adulterate, to, to add impurity to that which is pure so when you are adding friendship with the world to friendship with God, that is adulteration. You are an adulter, adulterer, or adulteress. Is it adulteress and adulteresses? Do you not know that friendship with the world is enmity with God? Whoever therefore wants to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. So we are going into some training here. We are saying that in this spiritual exercise, we want to. We want to cut off friendship with the world. And one of the ways to do it is to abstain from food. You see, the Bible says when you sit before a king and they have set food before you, put a knife to your throat if you are the type who is given to appetite. Because usually when food is available and you are eating and the food gets you drunk, you can talk anyhow. That is when you begin to tell all your secrets and you begin to talk foolishly. So, if you are wise and you want to go to a party where they are going to serve, you eat first at home. So that when you go, you just grab a bite, like the Americans would say it, and it's okay. But when you go and eat and eat and eat, you will misbehave. Anybody have that kind of experience? Alright. So, hmm. so he's saying that for you to be, to, to rid yourself of friendship with the world, there are some things you must do to yourself and that is the exercise we have begun. We are saying that see if I keep eating and eating and eating chances are that I'll just give myself to the pleasures of this life and may never draw closer to God which he instructs us to do in this verses of scripture I'm going to read. Okay. Verse 5. Or do you think that the scripture says in vain the spirit who dwells in us yearns jealously when I read this, I was touched. Can we read that together? The spirit that dwells in us yearns jealously. What does that mean? It means the spirit in us is jealous when we are doing some things. Okay? You are provoking him to jealousy. In fact, his name according to the book of Exodus, the Bible says he is not only jealous, he is called jealous. I don't think we have given God's names to people. People are called... Um, what are some of the names we have given to ourselves? We call our names by almost all the attributes of God. God is love. So people are called love. God is full of kindness, goodness. We have, But nobody ever met a human being called Jealous before. Please, I'm asking. Nobody has ever been named Jealous or Jealousy. But God, one of his names, he's not just... A jealous God, his name is jealous. It's in the Bible, it's in Exodus. Bible says, then God who is jealous, his whose name is jealous. I say, Hey, he's telling you that I'm not only jealous, my name, my real name is also jealous. And the spirit who dwells in us, yes, jealously. In other words, when we are doing some things, you may not know how we provoke the Holy Spirit. On the contrary, when we do the right things, when we train ourselves to live the godly life, we excite the spirit. We please the spirit. And Bible says, if a man's ways pleases the Lord, he makes even his enemies to be at peace with him. There are some things when when you do, listen, favor ain't fair. God just begins to lavish favor on you because your life is pleasing him. Look at a man like Enoch. Enoch Enoch's life pleased the Lord. Enoch lived for 300 years without God. But the next 65 years, the Bible says that Enoch walked with God and was not. In other words, he was taken away. But before he was taken away, he had this testimony that he pleased God. For 65 years, solid years after living for 300 years the next 65 years of his life was so pleasant to god that god said look i don't i don't want you to live on this earth again come on come on so he took him literally from this earth without dying to heaven and he's still in heaven in his natural body till today think about it so we are training ourselves to be godly and one way to do it i said is what fasting I have explained these things in detail before and I wish that we will go back to those messages. But as we go on, I will mention one or two as I read some verses. All right. Verse says, But he gives more grace. So we have grace and we have what? More grace. The graces are not the same, child of God. So instead of you being jealous of somebody who has more grace, rather make yourself pleasant to the Holy Spirit who is also jealous. Then he said, therefore he says, God resists the proud. Do you know the word resist here? It means to actively oppose. Not just oppose, but actively. In other words, I am setting myself against you and I think there is nothing as dangerous as when God sets himself against you. Who, Who will deliver you? Who will help you? Jesus told Apostle Paul, he was then called Saul. The Hebrew name is Saul. But when he was sent to the Gentiles, they had to give him the Hebrew version or the Greek version of his name, which is Paul. Jesus said, it is hard for you to kick against the bricks. He said, Saul, 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 why persecutest thou me? Why are you persecuting me? And yesterday I mentioned for the first time 2023, which I was hesitant in talking about, but at least because I have some details, I mentioned it, those who were in the prophetic service online, that 2023 is not just IPR ministries, but the body of Christ, the year of persecutions. And intense persecutions for that matter. As we cross into 2022, you will see why. Because the church will be doing so well in our year of greater glory, 2022, that the world will say, see, if we don't stop these people, they will bypass us. They will overshadow us. So they will now begin to put mechanism to pin down the church and it will come through many, many avenues. Intense persecutions. But when we have overcome, glory be to God, 2024 we will enter our year of rest and contentment. Hallelujah. I am only a spokesman telling you what God has written on the calendar for his church. Praise the Lord. So in verse 7 it says God versus the, the, the line the last line says God resists the proud but gives grace to the humble. Who is the humble? The humble is the one who is submissive to God. To humble yourself means to bring your mission under. It's the same word, submit. To bring sub, Submit, actually, it's from two words. Sub, that is under. And then mito, the Latin word is mito. It means to... It's mission. So bring your mission under. Bring your mission under God. Let God take charge. And that's what we are doing from today till the 21st of August. And it should be a part of us. I'm glad that we have reintroduced our Saturday prayer breakfast since the 5th of June 2021. Why? Because that has been the backbone of International Prayer Resort Ministries since 2nd September 2017. And so, if we did away with that, chances are that we would have been growing so fat in the flesh and lean in the spirit. So I'm glad those who have not joined our Saturday prayer breakfast yet? you will be amazed. Somebody sent to my timeline on Facebook after we had finished the prophetic service, sent a message, are we not having SPB? Then I said, wow. The person doesn't even know that we are not even here. He didn't know that we had finished prophetic service already. Later on, when I spoke to the niece of that individual, that niece also didn't know that there was even a telegram channel or telegram... Uh, so please me I have done my part I beg you in the name of Jesus Christ take the responsibility and let members have avenue or access to the links and let them join I cannot keep on reminding people about this is that the case so so that people will know that something is going on all of us it's not just my responsibility it is our responsibility to ensure that people know that this especially now that telegram has even updated their app that everybody can show their video unlimited Number of audio listeners, thousand video, you know, uh, participants and unlimited time with less use of data. What are you talking about? The world has gone has gone uh, virtual. You better follow because it's a good one. We are not following the world, but we are using it for the for our advantage. Is that okay? Daniel prophesied it all. Go to the book of Daniel, he says that in the latter times, knowledge shall increase. And and the word knowledge in that Hebrew word is scientific knowledge. And God knows why. He didn't say that it shall increase so that the world will utilize it. No. It is for the advantage of the believers. So that on one stretch, we can have, can you imagine when you have unlimited number of people, so it means that we can be here in Ghana and reach billions of souls just on through telegram. Yeah. It's possible. But it starts with you and me. But we who have started and you don't even know that there's a telegram channel, IPR telegram channel, you don't even know that there is IPR group chat. Oh, oh. Oh, oh. <laughs> but I'm glad that that same evening this individual are connected because I shared a link with her. But how long can I do that with individuals? So please, I posted it. You to post it on our, instead of posting things that may not edify us, post these things and encourage one another so that we can all be together because we're going to use that app from Monday till we return. Let me give you a hint. We return on the 22nd of August 2021 a day after our fasting is over because somebody has been touched by God that I'm going to take care of everything that has to do with our coming together in this place. So, 22nd, for your information, we are gathering together after the fast. Are you there? After the fast, we are taking so that we can have some spiritual exercise together in person. So, take note, it's not just going to be the first Sunday in September, but 22nd August as well. Therefore, verse 7, submit to God. I like the way it is put in the King James Bible. It says, submit yourself therefore to God. Full stop. Both in New King James and the King James. Then it says, resist the devil, comma, or there's no comma here, and he will flee from you. Listen, some of us don't know spiritual mathematics or spiritual steps. God has spoken here. If you jump step one and you go to step two, you will hurt yourself. Submit yourself, therefore, to God. Number two, resist the devil, and then automatically the devil will flee. He didn't say the devil fights back. But if you don't know how to submit yourself to God, and you are the type who is always resisting the devil, especially you are like the, like the sons of the seven sons of Sceva who had learned that Apostle Paul could say in the name of Jesus Christ, come out! And then demons got out. So you too, you also go about, say, ah, I saw Apostle Paul casting out devil, so me too. I command you demons, in the name of Jesus Christ, come out! The demon one day will ask you, Paul, I know. Jesus, I know. Because they went, he said, in the name of Jesus Christ whom Paul preaches. That means they didn't have any relationship with Jesus. In the name of Jesus Christ, whom Paul preaches, come on. Then one day, the demon said, Paul, I know. Jesus, I know, but who are you? And since they couldn't answer, one man filled with demons pounced upon seven men, listen, and beat them up. Have you seen one man beating seven? When you see, there are some things when you see, just know that there's a demon behind it. When you see goats that are eating Abitir on fire. It's, it's it's, it's this is not normal. This is demon. These are ordinary goats. So. That's not to say, don't eat goats, please. Sanctify it and eat. That's not normal. Even the fire alone should chase you away. But now you are going near the fire and more are even joining. Eating the in there. Come on. This is dangerous. We live in a dangerous world. Hallelujah. What am I saying? when you have not done the first thing and you, are, you want to do the second thing, you bring yourself into danger. The demons beat one person. The demons were not seen. It was one man beating seven men. And then the Bible says that they became naked. Seven men becoming naked and then they, they realized that this man is overpowering us. So they fled. Instead of the devil fleeing, this time around, the human beings rather fled. Can you imagine preaching and casting the devils and then you, the preacher, running away and they fled. Why would say they jump out of the window and and run away. Next time you will see. You think it's by might? It's not by power, not by might. It's by the spirit of God. So he says, therefore, submit to God. Submit yourself, therefore, to God. Bring your mission under God's mission. How do we do it? That's what I've taught over the years since IPR started but I can mention it in three sentences that to submit is to let your soul which is made up of your mind, your will, and your emotions to be subjugated, to be submitted to your spirit because the Holy Spirit lives in your spirit if you have received the Holy Spirit. But your soul which is your mind, your will, and your emotions may choose to either submit to you, the real you or choose to submit to the flesh the physical body because man is spirit, soul and body and the day your soul submits to your flesh especially if you are the type who is always eating oh your body is looking for ice block, you just go to the fridge and then you just, oh red red you know, those frosts red red, and you eat, hey your body is looking for sugar then you just go and take honey, just suck it your body, everything you are eating, do you know what you are doing? You are training your soul to submit to your body instead of your spirit. There comes a time when you say, "Body, I know that I need this thing, but please, it's not time yet. Because man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. When When you have not been given that training, you may think that whatever the body needs, let me give it. Hey, this body, it never gets satisfied. I hope you know that. The flesh never gets satisfied. The more you satisfy the flesh, the more it's empowered. And one day, the flesh will tell you, why don't you go in? And this time, it's misbehavior. Before you realize you are misbehaving. Because you were always giving the flesh its lusts and desires. So, our exercise, our spiritual exercise, is all about saying that, see, man shall not live by bread alone. He didn't say man shall not live by bread at all. That would have been an extreme recommendation. But there comes a time where you can live not only on food, but on the word of God. It says, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. So you can live on God's word. So in abstaining from food, give yourself to the word of God and give yourself to prayer. Are you there? Don't just abstain from food. Although I have taught in this house, I have taught that fasting and prayer are two independent departments in the faculty of spiritual warfare what do i mean by that in other words you can fast independent of prayer and it's okay because it's a spiritual exercise in itself and then you can also pray when the opportunity is available. Those who are working from Monday to Friday and you're in the office, that's not the time for you to go and sit by your computer and then whilst everybody is at work, you are in the banking hall and, and customers are around and that's when you are disturbing everybody. They say, what is happening? They say, we are doing a spiritual exercise. Please. I didn't say go and do that. That is misbehavior. That is indiscipline. Are you there? That is what? Indiscipline. You will be, you will be sacked. People are looking for jobs and you have gotten one, and you are misbehaving in the banking world, they will sack you. So fast, then when the opportunity is given, you can pray. If you are still at work, and we are praying, let's say, in the evening at 5.30 or 12.30, okay, that's what we'll be doing in the afternoon, 12.30 to 1, then 5.30 to 6, and it is not possible for you to pray. You can tune in and listen without joining, but pray in your heart. And when you get home, you top up your prayer. Are you there? I'm just telling you the life of the disciplined one to live the godly life, God is saying that your life alone can win somebody. So, the Bible says, don't let your good be evil spoken of. The fact that we are fasting and praying doesn't mean that now, your now you say, in the show, now, we are shameful, You are a misrepresentation of the kingdom. It's a training to live the godly life because godliness profits. One of the profits of godliness is that it can win somebody. When you are godly, your presence can can help people to sit up and say, hey, they can't talk anyhow because you are around. That's a godly life. So we are getting into this training and one thing I like about fasting is that when it is mutual, it's encouraging. When you're doing the loan, I'm telling you, before you realize you are looking at your time, hey, I'm telling you, uh, but when you know that others are also fasting along with you, there is an energy that comes, that encourages you. And I know God will see us through in the name of Jesus Christ. So, therefore, submit to God, resist the devil. Please, do the first things first. Bring your mission and the God's mission. Learn to humble your soul. David said it in Psalm 35, verse 13. He said, I humbled my soul with fasting. To submit is to humble yourself, to bring your mission under God's mission and there is no tool recommended in scripture. than fasting. Why do I say so? Look at James. Let me round up what James said. He says, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. God, he is the unchanging God. The constant, constant. He is there. He is, he is where he is. So, when you feel that God is far away, chances are that you have drifted far away. Chances are that you have been living for the flesh instead of living in the spirit. So, draw near to God. Hallelujah. And he will draw near to you. That doesn't mean that whilst you are moving, God is also moving. Whilst you are moving, you get to know that, oh, God has been close all this while. Not knowing I went far away. How are we going to draw near to God? One way is our spiritual exercise, fasting fasting humbles the soul. It makes the spirit yielded. It, it, It makes your spirit, you know, your spirit begin to yearn for God. When you are fasting, your spirit is alive and active and sensitive. And I pray that during these 21 days, God will multiply the prophetic gifting of discernment amongst us. So that when we gather, especially, you know, like Saturday prayer breakfast, and we are praying, the opportunity will be given for anybody to prophesy and speak the word of God and the mind of God to us. Hallelujah. We are an entire prophetic church so we should be exercising ourselves in this grace. Look at Apostle James the pastor of the first century church talking here. He said, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners. If you tell a church member you sinner I'm telling you, you won't come again. He said, cleanse your hands, you sinners and purify your hearts you double-minded. Lament. This is fasting, but look at the way the man was a typical Jew. So, he said, lament, please, can you imagine coming to church like 2023 where I have never seen our year of persecution. I don't know whether we'll put it on a banner. I don't know. I don't know. Because it's not only IPM ministry, it's the body of Christ anyway. So, it will be a sign, but I'm sure God will give us a sub-theme. Is that not So, <laughs> I'm telling you what God has said but a preacher coming to the pulpit and tell you lament and mourn and weep hey these are synonyms not just lament mourn not just mourn weep this must be a hard pastor but he was talking about something he was saying see you you need to abstain from these things that feed your flesh it's about time you fast that's what he meant here lament And mourn because under the old covenant, if you watch the way they fast, they will sit on sackcloth, they will put ashes on themselves, they will they will be in a mournful attitude, and that was symbolic of fasting. Hallelujah. Lament and mourn and weep. Let your laughter, he didn't even end there. He said, Let your laughter be turned to mourning. Oh my god, this this pastor was too hard. Let your laughter be what into mourning. We don't preach these things in church. And your joy to gloom. Do you know gloom? When you Since Scripture does not answer itself, but Scripture, ans- I mean, script- there's no Scripture that stands alone. I can tell you from other verses of Scripture that he wasn't saying that they should literally do this. He was making reference to fasting. Are you there? Especially uh, even the next line. Earlier on, he has told them, humble yourselves, submit to God. Then the next line, he clarifies, he says, humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord and he will lift you up. Hallelujah. So all that Apostle James, the pastor was talking to them about was fasting. Someone said fasting. And that is our spiritual exercise. I leave my case here because I know that it has begun and the Lord who enables us to say no to the desires of the flesh. And yes to the yearnings of the spirit. Will give myself and you the grace to go through this spiritual exercise. In Jesus' name. Somebody say Amen. amen. Glory be to God. Can we have the keyboard playing in the background? Yeah. Thank you. I'm done. And I won't ask, are you fasting today or not? I won't. It's from six to six officially. I know that means that some people will try and do the. There are some people who do the fasting early in the morning because they ask to to six. They say that chiria. They call it chiria. You know chiria. Chiria means that they, once there's sun, then they should not eat. So they wake up at dawn. I, I one of them was my roommate in the, in, the, in the University of Ghana. Wake up at dawn and then we we'll prepare tozafi and prepare and eat. So long as a yamba, you know, a So he eats and then by six, he goes to clean himself and then fast. I said, Wow, this person I can do it too. Oh. This one day I can do it. Because what's your home added that. <laughs> oh my god. I know you may not understand what I'm saying. Do you understand what I'm saying? You understand? <laughs> the man has eaten tosafi with some nice stew good smelling stew in the morning or at dawn. Finish. And then you finish and then do his prayer and say, Hey, and we are not started, The sun has started rising, so now we may eat. So so long as you eat at dawn. So when I say 6 to 6 and you get up at dawn, what are I gonna do? I will not impose anything. But we say six to six. So I, know, so I will not impose anything. But please don't go and do the style of, you know, some people have, I don't, I don't know how to eat heavy in the morning, but some people can eat heavy for four. Very early in the morning. Then they are full. Then once it's six a.m., so now I'm not fasting from six to six. Now when you have already satisfied the flesh, I'm telling you, you will sleep throughout the day. And that is also an indiscipline. So the discipline is for us to say, Flesh, I know that you are looking for food, but at least for these 21 days, let me give myself to prayer and to the reading of the scriptures and to the meditation in the scriptures until God has come so close. I want to draw near to him so that I will feel him so close. And I know that what the scripture said in the verse 10, Will happen to all of us. He says, humble yourself therefore in the sight of the Lord and he shall do what? Lift you up. I see our lifting. I know that God who is faithful in our year of glorious emergence, if we are faithful in this exercise, there shall be great liftings. Amen. There shall be great liftings. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. He said, and he shall lift you up. Sh- when Peter spoke about it, the same Peter, I mean the same concept Peter also spoke about humble yourself he said he shall lift you up in due time and i can i can tell you that this is the due time july august september that is the due time of our glorious emergence so thank god in the midst of the due time we have chosen to humble ourselves Amen. in the sight of the lord not in the sight of men please did you see that humble yourself therefore in the humble yourself in the sight of the lord how does God see? How does God see? I'm asking, how does God see? What does God look at? He in looks at heart. the heart. Yeah. So it means that is in the heart. God, if you do literally what James was recommending, lament, mourn, weep, let your laughter be turned to mourning and your whatever to gloom. And then you are now doing literally that. And you do not know that you are talking about fasting. You are only doing it in the sight of men. But he. But by saying that humble yourself therefore in the sight of the Lord. So he meant to say that. I am not saying go and literally mourn and weep and no. But I am saying that do that in the sight of the Lord. Let God see that a broken and a contrite heart. Scripture says he will not despise. He will not reject. Where you are saying "The Lord I am sorry. I have been messing up pleasing the flesh. Every time you know, when the flesh is looking for alcohol, you don't mind. Let's go. Hey! When the flesh is looking for sex, say, hey, today, let me go and look for somebody who is in the street and carry him or her to my home. I know IPM members are not like that. I'm communicating anyway. When the flesh is looking for some disco. You just Today, you just feel like you want to go and spend the weekend, Friday to Saturday, in the disco where the light is blue, green, red, yellow, and then, you know, you shake yourself. Hey. You satisfy the flesh. Hey, you get home. Say, hey. I saw somebody. He said, it's a long time. I did breaks. I said, ah, you know breaks. I said, oh my God. A <laughs> lot I did praise. You're trying to do brace. "Oh my God, you remind me." Look, if you don't discipline the flesh, I remember there was a time, unconsciously, I was just sitting down because the flesh was, you know, looking for a way. There was a song that I would naturally not sing, okay, playing in the background. Before I knew it, I was singing. I mean, the thing just entered me, you understand? And since I was not disciplined, I just found myself, and I will always love you. And then I came to myself, I said, what are you doing? What is the meaning of this? Yeah. So, if you don't exercise yourself to train yourself to be godly, you will be ungodly. Because God help us in Jesus' name. Amen. I say, may God help us in Jesus' name. Amen. From today, we commission our times of refreshing. Amen. I pray in the name of Jesus Christ that as we decide to embark on this spiritual exercise in these 21 days, may none of us lack spiritual virtue. Yes, Lord. May you be so edified, Amen. spirit, soul, and body, Amen. that those who have diseases and sicknesses troubling them in any part of their body will find life and health and Amen. wellness in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. If there is anything that is eating up your joy yes, after this fast, let it be broken. Amen. Even now, let it be broken. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. If there is any demon that is harassing you, Jesus. In the night hours, this demon comes and you find yourself misbehaving. Jesus. You just know that this is not me. Mm. But the demon is making you misbehave. Jesus. From today, you have gained the superiority. Amen. You have gained the upper hand. Jesus. Let this demon be arrested yes, in the name of Jesus Amen. Christ. Amen. And we command that demon out of oh, your life Jesus. forever. Yes, Lord. What would have taken you 21 years mm. to achieve Jesus I pray in this spiritual exercise Jesus in 21 days yes lord let god let it be accomplished amen let it be accomplished amen Jesus said that this kind does not come out except through prayer and fasting, fasting. so we pray but there's a time where you just know that this kind some say this kind this kind there are some kind of situations there are some kind of troubles there are some kind of demons there are some kind of entities when you're confronted with them you have to give yourself to a more spiritual exercise like we are doing to be able to surmount it i decree and declare if there is any this kind in your life you have surmounted it you have overcome it in the name of jesus christ after all said and done, we, can, we will come back and say, Father, you have dealt well with us. Amen. We will not say that it's because we fasted, that's why we got this result. No. We will still acknowledge that for thine Jesus. is the kingdom, Amen. and the power, Amen. and the glory Amen. forever. Amen. Someone say, Forever. Forever. Amen. Amen.